A Blue and Gray Christmas by Joan Medlicott Narrated by Marguerite Gavin Copyright 2009 by Joan Medlicott This unabridged audiobook is published by arrangement with Pocket Books, a division of Simon & Schuster, Incorporated, and was produced in the year 2009 by Tantor Media, Incorporated, which holds the copyright thereto. 1. The Battered Box The fall day had turned chilly. A brisk wind blew from the west. In the ladies' farmhouse, flames danced behind faux logs in the fireplace, casting a golden glow across the pale yellow walls of the living room. Grace Singleton and her housemates, Hannah Parrish Maxwell and Amelia DeClose, had pulled chairs into a circle around a low table. Upon it sat a battered tin box the size of two large shoeboxes. Earlier that day, Hannah's husband, Max, had strode into the house, his overalls streaked with dirt and grime from carrying the box, which was discovered while digging a foundation for one of his historic restorations. "'Lord only knows how long it's been buried,' he said. "'The fellow on the backhoe said it looked like an old fishing box he inherited from his grandfather, who had it from his father. We broke the lock and opened it, just a bunch of letters and a couple of small books inside, but I thought you ladies might like to check them out. Intrigued, Grace had taken the box to the kitchen, scraped away layers of red clay dirt, and scrubbed it as clean as she could get it. One side looked as if it had been struck by a hammer, but the box had survived intact with no apparent damage to its contents, several small leather-bound diaries, and bundled letters addressed in faded ink to folks in South Carolina and Connecticut. Dark and dented, the box sat now on their coffee table. Open it, Grace, open it! Amelia's blue eyes gleamed with excitement. Maybe it's a buried treasure. Books and letters, treasure. Hannah's eyebrows shot up. We'll be lucky if they don't crumble when we touch them. Rusty hinges creaked as Grace lifted the lid and eased it back. Inside lay six packets, one of which had been untied. The remainder were bound with twine, frayed, and crumbling in places. A thrill of excitement raced through her, and she eased the untied bundle of letters out as gently as she would lift a newborn babe from its cradle. The top envelope opened easily, and Grace extracted two sheets of paper, which she spread on the table beside the box. It's to a Marianne Muller, Little Riverbend Community, Wahala, South Carolina. Surprised, Grace looked from Hannah to Amelia. We know where Wahala is. We've eaten at the steakhouse there. It's near Lake Jocasey, remember? Amelia nodded. Can you make out the writing? Her fair skin was pink with excitement, and she could hardly sit still. I'll try. Grace squinted at the faded words, then read aloud, Dear Cousin, I write to you this being the year 1864, and the war ain't ended yet. Being so much alone, at times my mind plays tricks on me, especially when it's quiet like it was after my last battle, no guns roaring or men screaming. Sometimes laying in bed, safe now and far from the war, I think back to that time when I was laying in that rock-hard ditch, thinking, I'm gonna die. Weren't nothing but gray fog, hard, mean pain, and my leg twisted, 
hurting bad. Them Yanks came at us out of nowhere, the blue coats yelling and shooting a cannon right atop us. The noise liked to bust my head open. Cannon blast must have sent me flying, must have dumped me in that there ditch. All's I could do was keep breathing and stay alive. Twas the worst I was ever scared. Fellow laying next to me in that ditch was wearing a blue uniform stained with blood, and he raised up his hand, fingers bloody and claw in the air. His face all must with dirt and gunpowder and filthy from the war. That there yank's alive, I thought. Let the bastard die. Then I thought, he's just a man like me, scared and suffering in the stinking hell. They must have give us up for dead. Guess we fooled him, I thought. And the pain gripped me so bad I thought, this here's my last breath. But the pain eased.